0: So I'm watching the news this morning, and at the top of it is financial news, yet another bank has gone into a tailspin and caused billions of dollars in damages. And that got me to thinking, instead of focusing on like dehydrated food and fire starters, paracord, and those solar toys I loved, I thought we should spend a little time and talk about our money. So let's do that when we get inside. Well hi everybody, I'm Bill Bateman, part of the team here at Refuse to Be a Victim Personal Protection Training. We are located in the Medford White City area of Southern Oregon and we always have an open door. We'd love to meet you. It is the first of the month. Today is May 1st and I like to just kinda go through the rules of the game here at the website before I jump into the money discussion and it does kinda tie into that as well. I'd provide curated content. And that means I go out and I look at a lot of stuff at a lot of different Websites. I pick out things that I personally find interesting and have proven effective and useful for me, and I bring them back and I share them with you. I always try and include in the login area of the website or the podcast, if you will, those resources where you can find more detail. So I want you to know that I'm not claiming this is my own, I'm curating information putting the proper source in the front end and urging you to visit and support those websites as well. Number two, I am NOT sponsored. If you hear me talking about a specific product, it is because it works for me. I've had success, I like it, I've had a good relationship with the person or persons at the uh, store, I do encourage shopping locally whenever possible and in some cases it's become impossible. So you gotta know who you're dealing with and I'm trying to share with you the fact that these are some pretty good folks to deal with and finally a last disclaimer we're talking about money I am NOT a certified financial planner I'm not a tax attorney a lawyer nor have I played one on television as with any information I give you here, be it health, financial, survival, food oriented, naturally you're going to want to check it out with your doctor if it's health related, or your dietician if it's food oriented, or a tax professional or an accountant if it is financial. I'm not giving investment advice, I'm sharing some ideas that have worked in the past. Okay, with that out of the way, Looking at the idea of money, because money is an idea, we're seeing a lot. In the past couple months, we've seen several major banks fail, and the one that went out today, that I believe J.P. Morgan Chase took over, wow, uh, it's in the billions of dollars. Didn't have enough money. Uh, Restrictions were lifted, people were allowed once again to go out and do what they did in 2008, and boom, boom, out go the lights. Okay, money is really... that's kind of the driving force. If you have a serious problem like your bank, goes under. You lose your job, uh, you have a medical issue, you get sick, you can't work for three weeks. Uh, That happened to me. I caught COVID uh, in the middle of a move. I'm retired, but I couldn't do anything for three weeks. Well, if you got three weeks of sick leave, good for you. If you don't, you got some financial problems. There are a lot of things that can jump up and bite you. A car repair or I got a tax bill. I sent my taxes in. I like to get those out of the way. Found out just a few weeks ago after the tax deadline somebody sent me a, we're sorry, K-1 form. And it totally turned my tax liability upside down. I had to go into savings. I had to make a substantial payment. I'm not happy because you know how it is when the IRS or the state wants you money. That's the first person who's going to get paid. Do you have savings? What is your savings plan? How do you manage when the excrement hits the air conditioning financially? It's one thing to have a bug out bag by the front door, a plan, good for you, supplies, well done, know where you're gonna go, super! I'm glad to hear it. What happens when the financial bomb goes off. It used to be, we'd say, a bug-out bag needed to last you 72 hours. Nowadays the common wisdom is two weeks and that's the very minimum. Well, it's the same thing with savings or a financial uh, nest egg or cushion, if you will. It used to be the common wisdom Have three months worth of money extra. All that extra money you were going to burn up. No, no, don't do that. Save it. Have three months worth of income in case of a problem. Nowadays, with the cost of things going up steadily, and with how long it can take to get another job, especially with jobs being cut left and right, you should have at least a minimum of six months income. And by income, that's what you send out each month rent, insurance, gas, food, that type of thing. I'm not talking about Taylor Swift tickets, I'm talking about needs versus wants. Now maybe you do actually need a Taylor Swift ticket, that's a whole nother lecture for another time, but how much are you saving? How much does it cost you to put something on a credit card? Every bank I've worked with provides these little they're like a donut graph. Instead of a pie chart what's instead of a pie chart, it looks like a donut and it has little colors on it and it tells you how much you're spending. I know Bank of America and Chase both have one of those waiting for me when I log in. You gotta click around, but it's in there. What percent of your income are you spending? On what? If it's toys, if it's Taylor Swift tickets, if it's Stuff you don't actually need, but you want, you might want to look at that. Cause down the road, I have found many times in the past, it is something I had to have, just had to have it. C- couldn't live without it. And then, uh oh, transmission went out. Urgh. credit cards for me. I have walked away from most credit card debt. I'm, I'm very, very. Sp- Very strict on credit cards, and I'm going to give you an example of why. Let's say you have a $7,500 balance. Maybe you needed a root canal, maybe your transmission blew out. You've got, let's say for the sake of discussion, $7,500 in credit card debt. That's uh, going to be about what, 16, 17% interest? Yeah. All right, if you're paying it off $370 a month. Maybe more, maybe less. I'm using 370. You're going to pay a total on that $7,500 of $8,899 and the interest is going to be $1,399. Oh heck, let's call it $1,400 in interest. Now if you turn that around and you save, and I know you got to dig yourself out and Ladies and gentlemen, I will tell you <laughs> I have I've had to dig myself out more times than I can count. I am not sitting here shaking my finger and looking superior at anyone. I know how easy it is uh, especially with kids, especially with the job market. I no 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 am I there's no way I'm'm I'm giving anybody uh, a hard time. The first thing I found is... Put the credit cards away. Can't always do it. Sometimes you're going to have to get the car fixed because if the car isn't fixed, you can't go to work. I made myself a promise about 15, 20 years ago. I'm going to pay myself first. And what that means is if I have a check of X amount of dollars, 10% of what I take home is going into savings. Is it easy? No it can be very very hard. Is it something I enjoyed doing? Not much really because I really would rather gone to that Rush concert, but you put that money in every month as much as you can afford, 10% more if you can do it, and then you start whacking on those credit cards. Now your financial situation and mine are going to be different. I actually went out and got one of those consolidation loans. Ask your financial professional if that's a good idea for you. What it does, it reduces the interest, it gives you one source to pay, may or may not be right for you. I also started looking at what I was paying. I used that little donut, how much money was going out, and I'm going to use car insurance. For many years I was with an automobile insurance company, nationally known, very famous, won't give them Won't give the name because he'd probably sue me, and I'm going to give you the actual yearly payment. Now I need you to know I'm an excellent driver. No tickets, no infractions, uh, no violations. Uh, It is, I'm a I'm an excellent driver. Sound like Rain Man, (laughs) but I was being charged for the insurance I had eighteen hundred dollars a year. That's kind of weird. I'm not a teenage driver. I'm. Not even a middle-aged driver. I was being paid eighteen hundred. I was paying rather eighteen hundred dollars a year for auto insurance with this highly rated big deal company. A friend of mine, who I worked with, said, "You know, Bill, you're a veteran. Well, yeah. Check out USAA. They're good for online banking, and they have insurance, and they have uh financial advice. They have CDs. They have a lot of things." I went with USAA insurance. Now again this may not be for you. I'm not saying run out and do it. I am saying it was worth money to me to check it. How much? 50 percent. For the identical coverage, the identical level, the identical deductible, I went from 18... I saved myself half. About $900. That money went to paying off credit card debt and I hope you see what I'm saying here. By shopping, by not, you know, well dad always got this kind of insurance, I'm gonna get it too. Well, a whole lot of that has gone away. Look at what you're spending. Look at the bank you're using. What are they giving you? I, for example, found that uh, savings, because the idea of putting that 10% into savings, if you're getting 1% on your savings. It can be really tempting to go I don't think so I'm just going to keep it in the sock drawer and then spend it as I need it. There are better places to save. Again, here's where we're getting into financial advice. I'm not going to do it. I urge you to look at it. I am looking at a certificate of deposit right now. At this time, in this state, It's a good deal. My account has a, I want to say, 45 on a certificate deposit if you leave it for nine months. These are examples. Please, these are examples. But if you're getting 4.5% and you're currently getting 1%, 4.5% is more. So let's look at things we need and things that we want. Make up your list. Determine how much you're going to spend in each category. Put as many of those things that you want, things that would be nice to have, put those off as long as you can. Get as much money as you can for the rainy day and believe me if you look outside it can be raining right now. Jobs, whoo, they are changing. We've seen two major employers in this area. The Oregon Shakespeare Festival and Southern Oregon University doing layoffs, cutting way, way back, cutting shows at Oregon Shakespeare. I know from the newspaper and from the information I've received that they've had some substantial budget issues at the university, and I hope that works out for both of them. We know it's a problem. They are two big employers and the ripple effect on that is very important. In this program we talk about preparing, and preparing for fires and floods and civil disobedience is all excellent. We also have to prepare to take care of ourselves, and to take care of our financial stability and to take care of our future. One reason we did what we did and bought a house was our financial advisor said, Hey, you're retired, big guy. That rent's gonna keep going up and your income is not. What's your plan? Let's look at let's look at having a little money in reserve. I know in prepping, in disasters, we've talked about this before and it's right here on topic. Let's look at cash on hand. Now in today's world you don't want the neighborhood knowing you've got ten thousand dollars under the mattress. That's suicide. But having cash in times of emergencies, and I'm not talking big bills, I'm talking uh, strip club money, singles and fives, maybe a twenty or two. Well if you're going to need gas it's very possible that debit card reader isn't going to be working or they're going to want cash. Now you're going to see some gouging. and I give this example every time I talk about money. During the last uh, difficulty some guy wanted twenty dollars a package for batteries. These are five, six dollar batteries. I didn't buy them. It was just that simple. I had some already. The point being you're going to need money and if you've got nothing but twenties, fifties, and hundreds I'm gonna promise you right now the guy's gonna look at you smile and says, sorry I don't have any change. And you have to make your choices from there. Money to buy supplies, take care of things while you are in an emergency situation is important to have. Keeping it safe at home first of all I'm gonna give you two words part of an excellent security plan. Shut up. Not being rude but You should not tell people, yeah, I managed to stock up a bunch of cash at home, and if you've got little kids, yeah, Daddy's got $20,000 in his wallet under the seat. I've seen it happen. They want Daddy and Mommy to look good. Yeah, Mommy's got a whole bunch of money in her purse. You gotta train your family. You gotta train each other. And I actually was a victim of this. Uh, Somebody asked a... homeless person asked for some money, and my wife, without thinking, she, she's going to donate to them. She opens her wallet and we had just been to the bank. And this person looked in there and there was this flash. They saw it, I saw it, my wife saw it, and we came close to having an incident. She gave them some money, they walked away, and we got out of there fast. Don't flash large amounts of cash anywhere but especially in an emergency situation. So let's kind of review what we talked about. Money can be tight, banks, jobs, medical issues, taxes, anything can come up unexpectedly and just as you're prepared for emergency products and emergency supplies, you need to be prepared financially. Start saving pay off what you can and each time you pay it off don't use the credit card again use the money you're saving perhaps by refinancing perhaps by changing your spending habits look at that money as a payoff It took me, I will be very honest, it took me a couple of three years to do it. It was not fun. I will say one thing, lifestyle, what goals, what image, what idea you've set for yourself. I used to think the coolest thing in the world was coming into the office like everybody else with a big Starbucks and a, uh, I call it Klugelfargen, which is a made up word. It means pastry. Oh, i got a every every look around everybody had a cup of coffee and it was in a Starbucks container and everybody had a little bag full of something sweet. Well, I managed to get back up to uh almost two hundred and eighty pounds doing that that went well i uh, I also realized the coffee tastes more and more like the cardboard containers. I no longer uh will go out and purchase coffee unless it's a situation that yeah I'm out in the middle of nowhere and a coffee would be good. I brew extra coffee in the morning and I got one of those lovely little sippy cups that doesn't fall over every time you look at it and keeps things hot. I'm not spending three, six, eight dollars times four days, eight times four, hmm, 32 times four, that's a hundred. I was spending a lot of money on coffee didn't have to do it. That's just an example. So the weights down, I managed to hit, and I'm kind of proud of this, it's an aside, but by lifestyle changes with what I'm eating, how I'm eating it, how I'm buying it, I'm now down to 220 pounds. Boys and girls, I haven't been 220 pounds and that's in my boxers on the scale. I haven't been 220 pounds since I was in the service, so uh, it's been a long hard road. I urge you to look at how you're spending. Use the information available to you. your, your bank, your savings and loan. We'll show you what you're spending and what you're spending it on. One thing I got caught with and I thought I was sharper than this, I signed up to a website with a trial. I wanted to try something out and you get a free trial and then in three months the price goes to uh, it becomes a subscription. So you tried it out and it was an electronic thing and I was using it and we were having fun. The project was completed and we had no further need for the service. Guess who forgot to cancel? ended up buying a year's subscription to something I didn't need and it was a couple hundred bucks. Okay, I've canceled it, it's going to expire and I won't get burned again, but those are little things that are very, very important. When you sign up and you put something on a credit card to take a trial, if you like it, subscribe. If you don't need it, be sure to unsubscribe. Keep an eye on your credit reports. I use CreditKarma.com. CreditKarma Dot com Karma with a K. It's free. They're always trying to sell me a new credit card or a new service, but I have found them accurate and reliable. It updates fairly frequently, and it has all kinds of information. My spending habits, my financial health, my uh, scores, my credit scores. Are you a 600, a 700, or an 800? What does that mean to you? you need to be as proactive with your financial management as you are with your prepping management because financial managing yourself is a big part of prepping. Okay, we got that taken care of. I will remind you every state is different. Uh, I am aware that there are people all over the United States and actually in some foreign countries. Uh, Hello, Guten Tag, how are you? Nice to see you. I'm glad to see that we are getting some legs, as we like to call it. People are out there listening. I'm trying to step my game up be a little more active, be a little more regular, and I do want you to consider the regulations where you are. I live in the state of Oregon. If you're not in the state of Oregon, some of the things I'm giving you may not be as accurate as they could be. They could even be different if you're in another country. So again, said it only four times so far, I'm going to say it again. Check out local regulations, rules, and terms and conditions, and as always, like in a certificate of deposit, understand how long it's for, how you renew it, how you get your money out, and that, as they like to say, substantial penalties exist for early withdrawal. Okay, let's take a look at upcoming classes. I like to remind you about the Concealed Carry classes. It is our most popular. We have one coming up in May and that's the second Saturday of the month. It's going to be on the 13th, June, June the 10th. Those two classes are open for you to register for and we hope you have an opportunity to do that. And also, once you get your Concealed Carry, now what? you're not done there's a lot to do and there's a concealed carry mastery to help you do just that and if you're a brand new shooter if you're looking at buying a firearm even if you haven't purchased it yet and you'd like some information we have the new shooters course and we'd very much like to invite you to take that that's available with a phone call or an email we can set something up not instantly not within five minutes usually but uh it's an opportunity for you to learn the basics of firearms and that's where we want to start getting you addicted to safety because everything you see in the news today safety 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 look out for yourself look out for others so there's that And finally, please download this program and share it with your friends, your family, your co-workers, folks who may benefit from the information. This program may be downloaded, it may not be rebroadcast or shared without prior written permission from Refuse to be a Victim Personal Protection Training. Other than that, look forward to seeing you out at the range. Uh, Let's get your financial house in order. You got your supplies all stacked up, you got your firearms Cleaned, oiled, safely locked up and stored away. Now let's get your financial picture looking as good as the rest of it. Take care. Be safe. We'll see you next week. This presentation was a Retired Guy production.